I want to uh, talk a little because you've been in this business for 20 plus years, okay? And you've, you've been around the corner. You've been through all the ups and downs and so forth. Salvatore, you mentioned obviously all these pillars, these hurdles. The, the, this, your, this is your criteria, your methodology, right? How has that evolved since you first started to mm-hmm. now? And what were those, those, that evolution um, that, that you started with to, to now? I um, it was interesting. I mentioned it in the book, and I had a pivot in 2013 because we were just coming out of the Great Recession. Rates were going low, okay, and um, values were going up. And as someone who's traditionally distressed, focused in real estate, it sort of went against the fabric of my being to sort of overbid on something just to say that I would overbid and and have the asset. And I was actually outbid by a bunch of doctors and dentists who had signature lines of credit or using their home equity lines. And they were outbidding me on what's called necessity retail in Midwest. And these things were trading at a 10 cap going back to Moses, right? And they were, you know, they were, if anybody knows about this, the more you pay, the lower the cap rate. And so they were bidding the equivalent of like an eight cap rate. So they were going 200 basis points faster than I was or over what I wanted to do. And I just put, I, I honestly, and I had, a, it was just to me, and as, you know, it was just, a, I had to bury the ego and I gave back $19 million. And nobody likes to do that without putting a gun to your head, but it was sort of like, look, we got outbid. I, if we got into this deal, I would never have been able to get you out alive. This went against everything. And, you know, basically it was a lawyer, you know, trying to force me to bid up because he had already seen the proof of funds and everything. And he's like, well, you know, what are you going to do? Give it back, son? I'm like, yeah. And I was, I, there was a few expletives after that. But, you know, just trust me that I was in full New York mode that day. And I gave the money back. And the money came back. And one of my mentors, and I was going through a little bit of a personal struggle with that life. I just lost my brother um, not too long after in 2015, very spontaneously. And I called one of my mentors in New York who I've invested into, and he has um, 69 um, IPOs and sales under his belt. He's close to 80, um, very wealthy, and he is one of the founding fathers of venture capital. And it was one of these things in my life where real estate wasn't really going anywhere for me at the time, you know, because I'm, you know, more of like a distressed guy and I need to show value rather than overbid and look where that's getting people today. And, he, and I said, I'd really like to start a venture fund and start investing into some of the things you're doing. And he said, with his thick Persian accent, well, let's do this. And over the course of the week, um, I was able to get a lot done as far as everything, as far as structuring it. But it was that hard pivot where I learned that I kept to my, it, it, I had to keep to my guns. And I think a lot of people would have taken money from people just to make money, but they would have ruined themselves later. And this guy always told me to focus on quality. And that's why we have the world-class um, you know, venture fund that I manage and also you know, the multifamily office HRN, which has a lot of venture in it too as well. And if you go to hrn.llc or harlemrivernavy.org, you'll be able to see this and, and some of those names. We are in the midst of updating that. However, um, if you are on the website and you, know, you do want to, you, know, you can you know, obviously go to sal at hrn.llc and send an email and I'll get you on to the email distribution, but you'll see that we have a lot of um, world-class people that we work with because we've always attended to that quality. And if it wasn't the relationship I had with that one gentleman, 
I don't think I would have the partners I have today. I don't think I would have the success I would have today. Um, even, you know, and, 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 and some of the other things too. And even though we haven't done a lot of real estate, you know, since the pandemic, because we were waiting for rates to go up and everything, to me, that was an important skill set because I had to build on the salesmanship of myself to influence people to invest in something that nobody really likes to invest into. And that was sort of like a, an intellectual challenge for me because, you know, it kept me from being depressed, sort of. You know, I was still kind of upset and, and everything. But it really forced me to try to focus on, all right, here's the next challenge. Raise tens of millions of dollars, which is the equivalent of hundreds of millions of dollars, for life science companies and try to get people's attention to do this who don't want to invest in life sciences because they, they don't want to be bored and reminded of high school biology and chemistry again. So we had to make it fun and interactive, but we were able to lever um, the successes of our CEOs and also the stories and their credibility in order to raise tens of millions of dollars into these deals. And the rest is history on that. And you know, just recently, back in January or early February, we received news that one of our companies just received eight, uh, FDA approval for their um, personal um, defibrillation device. It's called a PED, and it's one of the hardest things to get from the FDA. This is a team that's 27 years old. There's a story behind this, but their father's a rock star CEO. Again, network relationships. And we were able, they were able to get um, an FDA device for the first mobile defibrillator. So think about it, all the unfortunate norms that are happening right now in the football fields, both in you know, the, the, you know, the professional leagues and also as it relates to high schools, you have a lot of these kids who are just going into cardiac arrest. Now every mom, coach, high school, brother, uncle is going to have one of these defibrillation advice that's really you know, the size of one of your iPods that you can charge and use you know, clear with your cell phone and it'll be powered by your cell phone. If you're interested in that, not, you know, I'm not, again, I, I'm, I, I'm not a salesperson, but if you go to aviveaed.com, or Vive Solutions, A-B-I-V-E, you'll be able to pick one I love that, and, and it was just because of that pivot that actually you helped know? you and, integrate um, that To me, that's the massive impact that people make, because when you start pivoting towards that, you start looking at the impact, the quality, and that has been, then people start to get uh, a lot more emotionally engaged. Throughout your whole journey, um, and, and a lot of different ventures, which is really awesome.